So we're talking about reputation, good or bad. Yeah. So just saying that, you know, you're always going to have a good and a bad reputation. Yeah. Because some people in life don't let you go forward mm-hmm. from past life. Mm-hmm. So that reputation's tarnished, isn't it? It's still there. Yeah, they think you're still the same as what you was back then. Which says that they're not allowing or seeing your growth yeah. because they've not got that personal interest in mm. your life. They pick and choose segments yeah. of your life to suit their situation, to to tarnish who you are. It's character assassination. Mm. You know, you yeah. can't sit there and say, have you yeah. heard about that person, that person, known by association. Mm. The problem I see is known by association. Those people that are gossiping, those people that have a bad thing going in their head about somebody because somebody's doing mental health. You see, that's really getting on my nerves now. That word mental health, people are avoiding that word mental health. And all the word suicide, they're, yeah. they're, 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 I don't want to be associated because I don't want people to think I'm mental. Now, at the end of the day, this the thing is, I raise awareness, mm-hmm. you raise awareness, mm-hmm. the whole project raises awareness. And this this reputation thing is is really a dilemma for the person who is actually thinking about reputation. Um, because the way I look at it is, I don't look at my reputation and say, oh my God, I've got to save my reputation. I'll save my reputation for what I do. Yeah. And my reputation is, if you ain't talking to me, <coughs> you don't know what I do, yeah. then don't judge me. If you've not had a conversation with me, don't judge me, because you don't know what I do. Yeah. So therefore, your opinion, mm-hmm. and that's the important part, yeah. doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It's your opinion, because I now can say, who are you? Oh, you're a, a, a member of the public doing whatever you're doing, but you've formed an opinion on me yeah. without getting to know me, without answering any messages, without even looking or subscribing to anything that I do. Yeah. So your judgment on me is when you see any of my lives and I'm projecting something of an emotion yeah. to talk to people about emotions mm-hmm. and the effects of damaging behaviour, mm-hmm. what you're seeing is then you think mm-hmm. that I'm a victim. You think that I'm somebody that is mentally unstable because I'm projecting and talking about the words mental health and you know what that's an issue because it's an issue to those that want to run from the word mental health it's an issue to those that want to run from the word suicide yeah but what I want to say is a whole package Mm. that everyday behavior and the reasons for depression is because of uh, indirect discrimination yeah um the indifferences because of one's belief and how they're brought up or even to the point and I want to talk about this <laughs> the skin colour makes a difference to some within the communities of where their loyal loyalties should lay because perhaps they feel they're betraying yeah. somebody yeah. and now that's where I teach isn't it mm-hmm. that's where we teach as a community and unity and diversity that no matter what no matter what people's problems are in life, they're yeah. a human spirit. Yeah. And when that spirit is broken, mm. it is us that build that up, regardless of the colour or yeah. of your skin. Colour shouldn't matter. But it does to some, because mm. that's what it's been, that's where our minds have been trained. Even myself, yeah. growing up, our minds have been trained mm. to sort of, you know, look for the faults in people, yeah. look for the reasons of why people are behaving the way they are. Yeah. And some of that, unfortunately, you in a position of somewhere of an indifference, people will use that as a as a tool to not actually gonna project words out, but people will use the indifferences yeah. to their advantage to over a situation that 
that is feeling very sensitive. Mm. And then that sensitivity is rejection, you know. Because mm. every action is a reaction. Now, of those actions are rejection. Some sort, if somebody doesn't agree with something that you've yeah. put out, somebody will react in such a manner, even with words. Yeah. What would bother them? That's the rejection. And they yeah. take that rejection. So yeah. negative, then they go and cause other problems and then start downgrading people mm. because they oh look at her she's telling me what to do uh, every time I put something on the table she ignores it but who does she think she is she's lording over it like she knows everything no what it is is structure and discipline and that is unity come yeah. bring ideas together uh, put them on the table together and work together mm. but when you're off doing your own thing jump on here, jump off, 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 and you're going from here to that. You can't have structure and discipline in your life. You can go, of course, it's called research. Yeah. But once you do your research, where are you going back to? What's the aim? What's the aim? What's the message you're going to project out when you, once you've done your research on whatever? Because when you do re- research on humanity yeah. and the minds of people, you'll understand that the only way to fix them is to say unity. Yeah. Because this land is full of different people, mm-hmm. different cultures. Yeah. But it's one spirit. Yeah. It's one spirit. We're just a shell. Yeah. But the emotion, this is what I'm saying, when people are behind closed doors, that spirit cries. And it hasn't got a colour. It hasn't got a no. skin. It no. hasn't got a shell. It cries. Mm. The emotional, the emotions come out. Yeah. Shut the door yeah go inside shut out the outside mm. world what's going on in your head yeah. is images projected and their rejection they're of they're of happiness they're of fear they're of um trust issues what you see on the telly and things like that it's mm. like even relationships how it affairs so now that's put fear in you mm. where you think you're going to really be in a relationship you're going to learn about oh is it is your partner going to have affairs? So that's yeah. the fear that you've learned through yeah. throughout life and communicating with other people also. Seeing yeah. and communicating. Images, right? Yeah. So that fear is there. Spiders. The reason I got f- uh, in fear of spiders is because I've watched a film, Arachnophobia. <laughs> yeah. So I became fearful of spiders. So learning to unlearn the things that we have learned yeah. throughout life, that fear, that indifferences, yeah. Is, is one that takes really good mastering <laughs> skills, listening skills, mm. but a solution person. Sometimes people don't see me as a leader, and I am a leader in this department of mental health. I lead by example. If it doesn't mm-hmm. feel right for me, yeah, I consider it as a red flag. Yeah. That's how I built the program on red flags. Mm-hmm. Those red flags are called injustices. And when people are mistreated, abused, harassed, victimised, discriminated, um, stalked, you know, Mm. abused in the list is endless, that sounds to every individual throughout life. Yeah. So when we say close the door, this goes on behind closed doors. Yeah. So put it this way, when you meet one whom into another, you don't know their background. Mm -hmm. You only know what they want you to know second of all they've got a hell of a lot of learned programming Mm. and that programming when they reach 
another person, somebody they've never met before, never accustomed to, different, unique. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to muster out, oh, what does she want from me? Mm. What is it she wants from me? So instead of having an expectation, because mm. this is the problem of the world, they have an expectation of people. Why don't you just accept that you're in the same space? Yeah. You've got a different journey, but you can come together and bring something. Yeah. You know, you can share and you can design life the way it is. But the problem is some people have high expectations when they're looking for that role model. And for me, as as I say, have you got leadership skills? Yeah. Then for me, I'd say... I'm just trying to lead by example and saying that people need to come together. Um, the divide's got to stop. Yeah. Um, and the understanding needs to be more of. Uh, the problem that I've had in the recent months is I found myself getting diverted off of my... I got wrapped up emotionally yeah. in my own self. Mm. And that emotional own self was because I was experiencing somebody that was talking about race problems all the time. Someone's talking about skin colour all the while. And that's not an avenue that I'm accustomed to. And I haven't been because I've been treating everybody as an equal. So I've been up against this race issue. Mm -hmm. And I think it's ever since this COVID, it's highlighted a lot more. And the fact that it's highlighted a lot more, I'm trying to teach people that you can't sit there and say it's, them and us Mm. when them and us came together at one point Mm. individuals to raise each other up in in each other's neighborhoods yeah someone would bake a cake and put a smile on someone's face somebody would go to somebody at appointments and this that and the other and i think it didn't matter on the color it depends on who's in your circle yeah and those that are in your circle and that's the thing have you got a diverse circle because those that are in your circle will teach you what they've gone through yeah and most of those stories are very similar, but just in a different yeah. opposite. Yeah. So therefore, then they, I felt discrimination, you felt discrimination, mm-hmm. and there are many other people in, in the in in the universe that feels discrimination. But when you get time to sit and talk to your neighbour, love thy neighbour, mm-hmm. you'll understand that the journeys are very similar, mm. and that your pains and your stories. And the inflicting wounds are very similar. Yeah. yeah. But they come at the hands of individuals. Mm. We can sit here and blame the government for everything, but at the end of the day, the individuals themselves are causing a lot of divide themselves. <laughs> and they don't realise that the human is in, clo- in charge of the human. Nobody's in charge of this but no. ourselves. And only we can change what's going on mm. to bring people together and not cause a divide. Only we can change it. And yeah. it's going to be one at a time. It's one at a time. You can't change the whole world. And you can't expect everyone to like you or like your opinions. <coughs> you can take something from it. Yeah. Apply it or don't apply it. But thank yeah. you for the thank you for yeah. the input. Thank you for yeah. a conversation. But everything's not going to be somebody the way somebody wants it in life. So we come back to rejection. Yeah. And acceptance. And that's the way it is, isn't it? Role models. Well, that's never been an issue in all of my life. Colour. It's not... It was... Do you know what I mean? It's no... I just grew up, there was... White girls. Black girls. Brown girls. Whatever. But we didn't see 
colour, we were just friends. People that say, if you don't see colour, but we see, so we need to change that terminology because it's not, it's not hitting anyone anymore with that terminology. I saw a post the other day that says, if you don't see colour, then you're part of the problem. I saw that post and I thought, hmm, that's, a, that's a, a unique way of looking at it when you say you don't see colour. Because what the ask is, they're saying, please do see the differences. Mm. Now, in your everyday life, we don't think like that. Yeah. We just get on with it. Mm. So it's not until it's highlighted to say, I want you to acknowledge my pain. I want you to acknowledge my history. I want you to acknowledge my, an his my ancestors, what yeah. my ancestors went through. And that is still going on to this yeah. day in an indirect yeah. manner. It's in your face. Mm. Now, we acknowledge that. But do we actually go into yours and say, we want to hear your history. We want to hear your this. We want to hear that too. Yeah. We can acknowledge that everybody has a history. Everybody yeah. has ancestry. Mm. Now, the ancestors, to me, so that we have to come together. Mm. And I listen to that. We have to come together. And I suppose... Well, yeah, because you can't... Unless you come together, you can't move forward. No, you can't. And, and, and you know what? saddens me about this and I will say this and I don't really care I done my business when I done my business I had I could have I could have said it is a black business I could have said a black business I could have done that because because of the colour of my skin yes but your mum yeah no I could have done that yeah yeah, yeah. now yeah, we yeah. talk about the Anne sisters yeah. all day long and they come in all kinds of complexions yeah and I could have done that I chose not to do it mm. because it made it, it made it would have made me having a very bold statement and one that excludes mm. a a a different culture yeah or a different race mm. it's it, it would exclude them now how am I to pick and choose who's mm. who is of my mm. complexion I don't know your background and if you've got you just so happen to be a light shade. Am I to indulge in your history and say, right, let me see is, is, is your, what colour are your family members, you know, to see if you fit in. I can't do that. You see, when I built this company, <coughs> for me, I did it on diversity. Equality and diversity. Mm. And I could have done it the other way. Yeah. But I felt yeah. as a red flag. It was a red flag for me. Mm. And because it was a red flag for me that excludes people, yeah. there is no equality in exclusion. Uh -huh. And one of which, when we talk, take individuals that are feeling this exclusion, we will hear their pain mm. of neglect. Yeah. We will hear their pain of rejection. We will hear their pain that somebody's inflicted revenge. Mm. We will hear their pain of discrimination, harassment, victimization. It is no different to anybody in this mm. world. And I hear that pain over and over and over again and people just trying to find their way of, who am I? People are telling me this, people are telling me that, they've been guiding me this way. That's why we have so many domestic violence cases mm. because people haven't been able to find their way yeah. to say, no, this is me. Yeah. You don't get to do this to me. Yeah. When I, when as a person of somebody that got married to the opposite colour, yeah. um, I experienced some things that related to a movie, and I, and the reason why I could relate my feelings to it and think, oh, of course, this is happening to me. Yeah. 
it's because of that movie. Had I not watched the movie, I wouldn't know or recognise what it really is. But when you meet someone at first, if they get with you, it isn't to con it's not to say, oh, I, I want to get with the opposite so I can control them and put them in a world of slavery. It's not that. No. They don't do that. No. They fall in love with you. They get with you. They like your personality. They yeah. don't do it deliberately. I want to control her and take her away no. from her, 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 her culture. Mm. But then when I was in that mist, it felt like that. Mm. It felt that I had to choose a side. And that was what the white man done to me. Mm. That's what it felt like. It's mm -hmm. not suggesting it is what his intention was. But when you clam it all together, forget, forget what it was. Yeah. It was a matter of control. Yeah. And revenge. Okay? And again, the things that they may have learnt throughout the TV as well. And their upbringing and their, yeah. and their father's or mother's harsh words of rejection for yeah. a foreign community. So therefore, when you are in the midst of a storm with someone, everything comes to play, doesn't it? People yeah. are foul mouths and they throw everything back mm -hmm. at you. Yeah. Because it's just uh, all those memories come flooding back of things you've seen witnessed in life. So you put it all on top of each other and you start to form this seminars. Yeah. But you can't be like that when you're <laughs> no. surrounded by them and us. You have to become us. Yeah. I become us. I become a we. <laughs> I become a unity. Yeah. And, and so there I felt, I felt be indifferences. I felt indifferences <laughs> from being in the opposite of all directions. Mm. Um, but I realised it's not down to that. It's down to the individual and their upbringing. And yeah. then what they can enforce on top to then call you names. Um, and I've had many names thrown at me. Mm. And, and for me, what I see now is you can chuck all the names at me if you want. My individual purpose... Yeah, is to bring people together. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to choose a side. Well, no. I, I will point out the differences in sides. Yeah. Um, I will point out that, you know, this is what we've seen, but come on, we've got to come together mm. here. We have to work. You cannot build a, a community in, mm. in, in, in where certain doors are shut in certain people's faces. No. So... No, not at all. But not I do understand that. when people say, oh, we've got to build something for ourselves. Well, we'll do that. Yeah. Well, what, why does that have to be an issue? Yeah. Why do you have to brag about it? I didn't go and say, oh, I'm going to build this for myself and it's going to be this particular company. Just go yeah. build it. Yeah. Build it and they will come. Yeah. It doesn't matter who comes through your door, but if mm. you're going to sit there and say, you know, if you're going to sit there and say, um, I, this is a, a white business. Right. I'm a white business owner. I mean, I'm going to say that. Do you yeah. hear that terminology? No. And that's what I'm saying. I don't hear that terminology. No. I'm a mixed race business person mm. owner. Do you hear that terminology? I'm a black owner. I'm a Chinese business owner. I'm an Asian business. I'm an Indian business owner. Mm. It, they put it under one category. You're a business owner or entrepreneur or an yeah. enterprise or, or, or company or, or yeah. whatever. You know, it shouldn't be about right, so when you use the word company, yeah. that doesn't say colour. It no. says this is what we offer. Yeah. Yeah. When you use the word council, yeah. it doesn't say colour, but you know what they do. They home you. Yeah. When you use the word service, you, you know you know what they do because this is on the tip. <coughs> but if you sit there and say, right, this is a black business or a uh, for black people, then mm -hmm. then what they're saying is come because we we will understand you more uh, because of what you've gone through 
um, and we're here for you and we acknowledge you yeah. because there isn't I think it's different I think it's unique because if you say we acknowledge you as a black person um, then because it is different in this world mm. it's very different in this world and it is unfortunately there is a divide yeah. but and what what that culture's doing is trying to build what's been taken away mm. and everything has been taken away and I relate to that because you've seen me mm. have a business and it is the pe other people of of a different culture that have tried to take that away mm. from me too I don't yeah. and I do see it as racism Mm -hmm. I do see it as discrimination because it wasn't in your face. Yeah. But what they do is they use it yeah. against, try to use it. And mm -hmm. they, they're the ones that say, she called me a racist. Nobody ever uses that word. But them. So yeah. if you're thinking it and you've said it out aloud, yeah. you've planned it to, I'm going to take out this and yeah. I'm going to defend myself with that word. Mm. And that's the problem that we have here. People yeah. defend what they they want to defend because of certain words. Yeah, and that's nasty, and um, it really is mean. It's it's a last it's a last straw straw mm. to uh, make a big bold bloody statement. Yeah. Right, so I want to talk about with you who was a survivor and has moved on in life and myself and we do the compare, comparison, don't we, just to wonder where all of this comes from yeah. and what people do is manipulating behaviour. One of the things that people do in manipulating behaviour is, is, is play on your illness and weakness and vulnerability. Yeah. One of the things that we've discovered through our discussion is that they've used your illness to make you go and seek help yeah but they've been the ones the cause of the problem yeah so they've told you to go to the doctors and yeah. mask that yes by getting medication to zombie you out yeah to forget what's actually really going on and uh, so therefore you actually take further further manipulation mm -hmm. you take further humiliation degrading treatment yeah. and you're masking it with that medication yeah. and they're the ones that told you to go I'm going to the doctor because there's something wrong with me didn't like it because they Right, but you get to the doctors, the doctor's got some control over your life to give you back some happiness, which is a happy pill, mm -hmm. and then tells you to sort of go on, go home and master what's the problem, mm. and you're relaying all your problems, but you're taking a pill for those problems, isn't you? Mm. Right, so okay, when you split up from a relationship, you, people use mental health as an issue to stamp their authority over you. Yeah. You did this the other day. I'm not going to mention your name. You did this the other day. Somebody caused harassment to you. They caused harassment, alarm, and distress yeah. to you. Yeah. Although you heard of the, the person's previous past, yes. you informed the authorities <laughs> that they had mental ill health. Yeah. Right. And that they need sectioning. Um, and uh, they, they're just trouble. That's what I was told by the, yeah, the family of that Right, now this, this is a big problem within the communities. So I want you to acknowledge, mm -hmm. I've thought about this long and mm -hmm. hard of what I was present mm -hmm. to and what I witnessed. Mm -hmm. And I thought, this is what everyone does to these victims of abuse, victims that are going through some tragedy of 
infidelity, some tragedy of abuse, some rejection, some everybody uses that. And at that time, although the person was distressed, they were so distressed they, they came and harassed you because they were seeking answers and clarity about their relationship. Taking the outside body look at it, okay? They were seeking clarity for where they fit in this situation where they've just found out that their previous partner or ex <laughs> is moved on and got themselves a new lover. And that calls for that, that... But that was not... That was already Yeah, uh, Yeah, but, but they haven't taken it. They haven't mm-hmm. absorbed yeah, it. Yeah. So whilst they're absorbing it, they're going through a stage of rejection. Yeah. Revenge. Resentment. Yeah. Um, and I am not good enough. And in the moment I am not good enough, mm-hmm. they're feeling suicidal because they feel they're not good enough. They now feel they've been betrayed. They feel that they've been made a mockery out of. Yeah. They feel that they've been replaced. They feel that they are not good enough. Mm-hmm. And we come to the suicide. Hence <laughs> we come to the self-harm. Hence we come to the drink, more drugs. For the person receiving that rejection, now, for the person that just wants to get on with their life and has a new life mm-hmm. with the ex of some some, some yeah. kind, yeah. they just want to get on with their life, they want the ex is <laughs> gone, and so be it. So here they are, minding their own business. How comes, here comes the exes in full force, not only yours, but his. And the exes in full force come at an angle where they're trying to use your mental health or your health as a, a way of coming back in mm. and asking you if you're all right if there's anything i can do i want to fix you all right this is what they're saying right. this is the answer yeah when someone says because this is the question the question was hi as um has uh i've got a phone call has has someone got a health problem my response to that was <laughs> Please don't manipulate me. Mm-hmm. In asking me those kinds of questions, I am not at liberty mm-hmm. to discuss anybody's yeah. health. Yeah. Furthermore, I am well aware that you have broken up. Mm. I am well aware that this person has moved on. Mm-hmm. I am also well aware of your tactics of manipulation to use others to get to your, your person that you mistreated yeah. and you now want them back in some shape or form Mm -hmm. you want them back you're not jim you are concerned of their health but you are generally concerned for your own agenda Mm. you are putting the sympathy card and this is what a lot of people do they put the sympathy card on someone i'm ill i'm that and then the other person who just so happens to be an ex or somebody that you've split up with Mm. wants to play the doctor yeah. I will bring you some food and they get the way back in that's the way back into the door mm-hmm. but you've got to remember at all levels these are the people that hurt you humiliated you cheated on you disrespected you yeah these people at all levels were the same ones to tell you to go to the doctor yeah and mask it mm-hmm. mask what they're doing to you you know so you just think about that when relaying information to perpetrators Mm -hmm. that mentally abused you.
They will come in at every angle possible to try yeah, mentally abuse you. Yeah. So keep the door shut yeah. on your exes. Mm-hmm. And if you need a doctor, go to the no. right yeah. doctor. Because yeah. they are not your doctor. Mm. So we're talking to somebody about medication, GPs and the reason for going to the GP, um, feeling mentally drained and unwell, there's always reasons why we visit the GP. What was your reason for visiting the GP? Um, I was told I was snappy, um, moody. Let's go to the doctors and up your tablets that you're already on. Was you already on medication? I was on quetiapine. What's that for? It's a mood stabiliser. Okay. And I was on uh, 150 and apparently I was snappy. So you already had mental health, mental mm-hmm. ill health, and a, I want to say you already had a <laughs> diagnosis, that's what yes, I put it. Yeah. And you're diagnosed because of your past history. Yeah. So when you summarise your past history, you got within a partnership. Yeah. And but they already knew your history. Or some. 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 Yes. So you was already vulnerable. Mm. That's hence why you end up getting that label, right? Yeah. All right. So your label is emotionally unstable personality disorder, mm. and you are networking with other people with that diagnosis Mm -hmm. and what you've discovered through that diagnosis is that we very much have relatable stories of one of which is manipulation Mm -hmm. so an abuse mental abuse and in some cases physical abuse yeah now we've all come to realize that we share very similar yeah. Manipulated mm-hmm. stories of perpetrators. Yeah. Uh, and the perpetrators, we call them perpetrators because it's a discovery of their behaviour. But at the time of being <coughs> around these people, you don't see them as perpetrators, you just see them as a loved one or you just see them yeah. as somebody that is caring for mm-hmm. you and that is their way of caring for you. Mm. But they're the ones that created it. So, some of it, they add to the trust issues because you've poured out your path to them mm-hmm. you get in a new relationship yeah they feel they can rescue you so they they treat you with kindness and everything else and understand them within reason mm-hmm. you don't really go in the depth of your pasts or how it feels and ask your new relationship please avoid this don't do this don't do that don't do that you assume that because you've offloaded mm-hmm. they would recognize the signs yeah. and behavior in themselves not to attempt that yeah. kind of behavior yeah so take this <laughs> back to the point that tell us your story from there now well i made an appointment went to the doctors that person came with me spoke a lot for me um basically told the doctor I was snappy and unbearable to live with. So he upped on medication by 50 milligrams. Did the GP 
actually at any time say to you, do you want to talk in private? Nope. Right. So, did you feel under pressure? Um, a bit, but I knew there was something not quite, something, no, I won't say not quite right, something different about me, about myself. Mm -hmm. And in time, I realised what it was. Um, because of having sepsis four times and nearly dying, it changed me sort of as a person. It made me more confident to speak out and not just because at any minute you could just die. So why put up the crap? Mm -hmm. So basically what I was doing, it wasn't me being snappy. It was me sticking up for myself. Defending your time here on earth to be happy. Yes, yeah, yeah. waste no more time because I've nearly gone four times. Yeah. So now I'm not going to put up with a load of rubbish. But that snappiness, as it was put, I didn't realise until afterwards, a little while afterwards when I thought about it, it was me standing up for myself and not putting up with what I didn't want to put up with. Mm -hmm. But yet you were going to the doctors and there's your the person making your life miserable beside you. Yeah. And it's, it's quite, when you look at it in the way that you've just put it, it doesn't sound very nice. No. It, and it's not something that as they go by. Um, <laughs> if I relate to a situation of I'm going to the GP all the time because I'm unhappy, I'm mm. miserable, I'm mm. depressed, and I'm saying I don't know why, I don't know why, and I'm mm. thinking it's because of my past. In actual fact, it hasn't been, it's because of my present. Yep. And my present is what wasn't being addressed. Yep. And so what was going on is that it was okay for me to go to the GP and tell them about, oh, well, I'm miserable, I'm on this, and this is what's happening. Yeah. GP didn't actually recognise that you're in a state of kind of manipulation and domestic mm -hmm. violence mm -hmm. or mental health, not asking the right questions or getting me the right... Maybe I didn't identify it myself, yeah. but at the end of the day, knowing that the perpetrator has said, yes, all right, go get a tablet, I'll be all right, and you mask it. You're masking the problem. Yeah. So you're just putting more fuel on the fire. Yeah. And that problem is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And you're the one being drugged up. Yeah. You're the one being drowsy. It's almost, gosh, it is like a date. Yeah. I don't actually want to say the word. Yeah. But can you, I don't know if you want to say the Date, right? Is it, is, if, you, if you put it in another content, yeah, it yeah. is kind of... But only your GP's giving you tablets to mask the bloody problem. Yeah. So yeah. it's really weird, isn't it? Because uh -huh. it's it's a really it's not a fair circle no. here because there's manipulation all the way round. Yes. And once I got out of that situation, I've now come off that extra fifty milligrams. 
But so I'm, I got off my situation and I'm fine. I came out of my of that medication realizing mm. that no amount of medication that I took was going to resolve the problem yeah. if I am still in the problem. So oh. I realized that I had to come away from the problem in order to regain some stability and stop having my life so dizzy, blurry, mm. confused mm. with medication mm. to douse the problem of abuse. Yeah. And mental abuse mm. as that. Yeah. And so, and one of infidelity, you know what I mean? These people are cheating on us, left, right, and center. <laughs> so therefore, that's actually really ruining your self-esteem yeah. even more as well. So therefore, you're now feeling, I don't feel good about myself. And you take it out on yourself and you think, I'll fix the problem then. Because they told me I'm not well. They mm. told me that I've got, I'm snappy, I'm irritable. That's all the signs of depression. It's all the signs of depression. So what is the root cause of your depression? And that's why we say at Suicide Prevention, mm. we tackle the underlying issues yeah. of depression. And that depression can be anything from losing a loved one, from losing a job, from being manipulated, from, from anything, mm. rejection, anything. Mm. And the fact that when you sit there and you decipher out that journey and look at that in a deeper avenue, you'll realize that the phone call related to the podcast I did right. earlier is related to one of which I see as a red flag as somebody trying to manipulate you again yeah and using me yeah. to do it yeah and this is the thing that I want to point out when you've got exes <clears throat> your exes will manipulate they will use your neighbors they will use your friends they will use your family they will do anything to try and get back in or harm you yeah in some stage it's about a level of control and are you gonna offload their dirty little secrets? <laughs> so yeah. they need to turn around and get you right back, one way or another, where they can control you mm. and make you ill. So when you become ill because of something, they want to sit there and rescue you. Yeah. And think, oh, I know I'm not with her, but I'll share my uh, uh, gratitude and say, I'm here if you want me. Mm. Open up that door again. Can I do something to open up that door? Manipulation, where they put you there in the first place. Yeah. What they must do is walk away and let you grow. They're not your GPs. No. They're not your GPs. And no. they are trying to be your GP. Yeah. If they cause it. But that, that's, when you look at it, that they take you to the doctors. Mm. I'll never forget the time where I got so, <laughs> I was freezing cold and I was shaking. And I'm, I've, I've had pneumonia before. Yeah. And I was freezing cold, I was shaking, I had fever, but I was having spasms down below. And in order to have to, to, to be looked at, mm. I had to see a GP. Mm. My my partner would not did not want me to see a GP. I was in so much pain. I was doubled up with spasms, yeah, yeah. and I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. All I knew is that my back packet passage was hurting. Yeah. My front passage was hurting. I was crippled in pain every move. I was crippled in pain, yeah. and I needed a doctor. Yeah. When that doctor, I got such a bollocking. I got told off for having a GP, and the GP had to give me an internal. And because I've had sex yeah and I didn't want sex yes but I have trained to shut my mouth yeah and put up with it yeah I was so bollocked because somebody like a GP was near my body yes. I had nothing but repercussions yeah for seeing a GP yeah and many people out there need to hear that somewhere along the line we need medical treatment and our perpetrators our partners who are doing acts of criminal behavior towards us 
um, will prevent us from getting that medical attention. Yeah. And that's important. But this message that we are saying and raising awareness as part mm-hmm. of the MOM project, suicide prevention, we mean no malice in any of our stories. It is our journey. It's reality. It's real life. Yeah. And we tell it as nobody's told it as much as we can to get that message out there. Yeah. Recognise the signs. See the behaviour. Learn from what we're saying. Probably apply action and get some protection. But our bodies and our minds are important. Yeah. And losing your mind because of perpetrator's yeah. behaviour. Yeah. That's not somewhere you want to be. No. You need to be in control of your mind, yeah. your body, and your spirit yeah. at all times. Yeah. So I will not have people manipulating me. And if anybody says to me, how harsh I speak to them on the phone, mm. I will say, well, I feel just like this lady who's mm. telling her story when she went to the doctor. I'm using my voice too to say, I don't want this behavior. Mm-hmm. So for me, do you want to add to any of that? Have you recognized anything in that you want to add to this before yeah. we close? I just want to say that change in my behavior should have been looked at in a positive way, not in a negative way. way, because learning by being in hospital and that, um, life was to live and not just, you know, and not be told what to do. And I wanted to enjoy my life because you never know when you're gonna go, so. That should have been looked at as if, oh, she's not snappy, she's a lot more confident. And he heard your story too, right? Yeah. But he just didn't see that you could have tried another avenue other than the prescription. But the fact of the matter was, you was already on medication, you yeah. see. Yeah, and I so was they... actually fine. I wasn't depressed. Yeah. Well, I probably was a bit, but it was... Did he it ask you change... if you were depressed? No change of personality slightly even my mum said she had to get used to being me being a different daughter a stronger character yes that's yeah, what it's protective done. yeah and wanting to enjoy your life yeah and i and i want to say as a survivor myself <laughs> and the, the thing yours yours wasn't survive you have been there too survivor mm. of suicide yeah. we've been there yeah. too so when you are on death tours and you get another opportunity to mm. wake mm. you realize you know what I know what the problem is. I can eliminate the problem and then I can live a happy life. Mm-hmm. So if we eliminate the problem, all we want is happiness mm-hmm. and surround ourselves with love and happiness. Yeah. So when people bring other problems to us, we see it now yeah. as a red flag yeah. and we see it as we don't want no drama. Thank yeah. you very much, but no thank you. We yeah. need to shut the door. Yeah. Okay. So um, raising awareness is really important for me when you are and you've been on your knees and you think, Now's the time to live. When you rise up, yeah. now's the time to live. We're not going to hold any prisoners in yeah. our happiness. Mm-hmm. If you do something wrong, if you're doing something of of which feels uncomfortable, yeah. we will raise awareness on that topic. 
if it relates or resonates to an individual that has been listening to this, then I suggest that for one reason I'll say, okay, you must be following us because it's an interest. Yeah. And I hope you take something from mm -hmm. this. Yeah. There is no malice in it, but recognise your behaviour. Yeah. Okay. Um, so for me, um, I hope this. I think this would resonate to a lot of women yeah. and men out mm -hmm. there that yeah. you know when they're the people that are doing acts of kindness or recommending the GP to them or medication to them yeah. or prescribe pres prescri prescriptions to recognise actually if they recognise that you're depressed why isn't it they didn't sit down and assess the situation and say how can we change this yeah. what can we do mm. what they've done here and what a lot of people do is shift the responsibility over to a GP yeah. and ask the GP can you figure her out or him out yeah. please because she's just doing my head in and she's acting really strange yeah. and all this is is a fight for survival and a fight for happiness yeah. and somebody wants to dictate how your life should be yeah. so for me hands up high five sister because you have claimed <laughs> claimed your life back yeah. and you are claiming your happiness and me too yeah. and you know what that's what sisterhood's about isn't it mm -hmm. regardless of the complexion of your skin we all have yeah. a story to tell yeah and you know what it's recognizing the triggers mm. the traumatic experiences and what somebody is actually really doing yeah your body your mind is your temple mm -hmm. protect your spirit at all costs yeah yeah i think we've raised awareness yeah. in a very good way today yeah. right yeah. i wonder what the next topic will be next time <laughs> stay tuned what title do you want to call this oh uh... Well, let you have an insight of this. Um, forced medication. Forced medication. Have mm. you heard it, ladies and gentlemen? Forced medication. That's how we're going to take this. Raising awareness for the Mom Project, Mind Over Matter, Suicide Prevention. You can catch us on Facebook. Mind Over Matter gives back. You can also visit. The mom project and be a part of raising awareness around these um issues if you have a story to tell you can also come and tell your story share it get involved uh share the awareness you see we're not dropping names here because we like to protect we don't name we don't shame we just tell our story so you can look look and find us on the mom project mental health awareness suicide prevention real talk on Facebook you can also find us on the mind over matter project on YouTube where there's lots of information and survivor stories there you can also visit the website which is www.momproject.co.uk and feel free to donate because every donation helps the survivor get back up helps them find their voice helps them rebuild their life and helps them um what does the mom project do for you i've made lots of friends support knowing there's someone always there help me grow found your voice yes you found your voice help and me speak out and what does speaking out do god makes you feel so much better and saves lives well, of course it saves you because if you keep everything in people are not going to know that there's something wrong 
-hmm. you need to speak out to someone mm -hmm. recognize the sign yeah yeah so the motto is speaking out saves lives and support saves so much more recover Sorry, let me get it right. Regain, recover, and rediscover. The regaining part is regaining control of the situation. Yeah. The recover part is recovery from that traumatic experiences. And the re rediscovery is where you're going now um, and what direction you're going to uh, claim your happiness yeah. and discover what's ahead of your past. Yeah. So always look forward, not backwards. Use your past to get ahead. Yeah. Take the knowledge, apply it, and um, pass it on to somebody else, mm. you know? Guys, you don't have to be alone in this. Raise awareness. Prevention is better than cure. And that's what we're about, prevention. Recognising the signs of behaviour. Yeah. You know, and in some cases, you know what? Bad behaviour can lead to drink, drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So recognise that as a, a way of depression in, in these relationships and friendships. And see what you can do to replace the unhealthy coping strategies yeah. with something different. Yeah. And that's something different. What we do is talk yeah. openly, no secrets. We use our material to spread awareness. Um, we don't need a disclaimer because our disclaimer mm. is our voice mm. with consent. Yeah. It has been put out mm. with consent. You give consent to raise awareness and put it on every platform possible because we're trying to save life. Yeah, put it on all the platforms. That's right. And if you hear this message, please share. Please tell somebody what we're about. The aim is prevention. Thank you for listening. Thank you, darling. Thank, Thank you so much.